Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And hi again, everybody. I hope that you are doing well. And as we are in September, football everywhere, college football, the NFL. Today, I want to talk about the Sacramento Kings and the NBA because training camp opens in a little more than a week. Think about that. NBA training camp opening up a little more than a week. And we'll be talking about the Kings and the NBA non-freaking stop. But before I talk about the Kings, I want to tell you that today's show is brought to you by New Works Plumbing of Sacramento. Locally owned for over 20 years, New Works has a fix for you. For your plumbing needs and repairs, just go to newworksplumbing.com. That's N-E-W-W-R-X plumbing.com. And remember, if you have an emergency in the middle of the night, no problem. New Works will be there with their 24-7 service. Newworksplumbing.com, N-E-W-W-R-X plumbing.com. The Kings are coming off a playoff appearance, snapping a 16-year drought, snapping a 16-year drought of not being a 500 team. That is now in the rearview mirror. And the question that I get asked all the time is, Grant, does this team remind you of the team at the turn of the century? And I'm like, yeah, it really does. The Kings were going nowhere They were a non-playoff team. Fans had stopped going to the games, and they drafted, or they shouldn't say they drafted, they signed Vladi Divac to a free agent deal. They drafted Jason Williams. They traded Mitch Richmond for Chris Webber. Pajor Stojakovic decided to come over after the Kings had drafted him in the prior drafts, and the Kings overnight became the darlings of the NBA. Now, I don't know if I would say the Kings this year became the darlings of the NBA overnight, but I think when you look at the schedule that just came out a couple of weeks ago and the number of times that the Kings will be on national television, I think it's safe to say that the Kings have arrived. But would I compare the 2023-2024 Kings to what I saw particularly in the early 2000s? And the answer to that question is yes. And I think I'm a lot like you, 
Those years were the most fun in the history of the Sacramento Kings. The Kings were a bona fide championship contender and almost got there, but unfortunately lost in Game 7 of the 2002 Western Conference Finals. But for those of you that may not have been alive back then or not old enough to remember, let me give you a taste of the excitement that I had in calling the games, particularly playoff games, on the radio. Paul Christie banked into by LaFrance. No foul call. To Bibby. Gives to Weber. Look out below. A right hand flying dunk. Drives. Lays it up. No. Rebound, Divots. Put back. No. Weber rebound. Underneath. Puts it up. Good. Off the class. Oh, if you don't like this game, you don't like NBA basketball. He has it to Weber. Look out below. A flying two-hand jam. Oh, boy. Weber around the Vizky. Drives hard to the basket. Another dunk by Weber. He must think he's in practice. Chris Weber throwing him down at will. Weber gets Nowitzki to hang, runs into him, and a foul. Oh, no, Jimmy Clark. Weber runs away from the official with the ball as if to say, Jimmy, you're awful. Jackson on the floor. Stop, side, pop, good. Sacramento within 10, 8 defending. Bobby drives. Adam tries to draw the foul. Misses. Pollard! Dunk as he followed it up. Santa mismatch. Christie to the hole. Drives, puts it up. Good! And on the floor. Knocked away by Christie. That Doug Christie is everywhere. And Jackson, here's a three. Oh, turn this system's on. Bobby Jackson is on fire. And Weber's got that dirty, nasty look as he runs to the Kings bench. 98-97 Sacramento on your Kings radio network. Yes, the sizzling Bobby Jackson backpedals, looks at the crowd and says, take that to Bibby. Here comes a three. Yes, Mike Bibby from downtown. Loses it. Fade away from 21. Air ball hit nothing. Rebound Turkoglu in a timeout. That is outstanding defense by Sacramento. Five drives. Left-handed layup. Rims out. Tip no two. Loose. Still loose. And it's all over. The Kings win it. They win it. It's all over. They get the big rebound off the defense miss. Those were some amazing days. That was the uh, playoff series, one of many against the Dallas Mavericks. You know, Kings fans always talk about the Lakers during that era, but the Kings and the Mavericks had incredible playoff series. Sacramento winning that particular series in five games that come from behind victory in Dallas. Uh, One of my favorite games in all of my years of announcing Kings basketball. That is uh, right up there in the top two, three, or four, that playoff win against the Dallas Mavericks. But let's fast forward now to 2023. The season gets underway in a couple of weeks. Training camp opens up uh, on the 27th. And I, I think this team has a tremendous chance to make noise in the West. I mean, if I look at the West, I have to say that Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray are definitely better than De'Aaron Fox and DeMontis Sabonis, and they're a better team. They're the defending world champs. But what would happen if Jokic got hurt for a couple of weeks or Murray, right? That could certainly change things in the West. You know, when I look at Sacramento's roster, two bona fide all-stars plus the emergence of Keegan Murray, and I look at the surrounding cast around the Kings' stars – and I love what I see. I think that their team is clearly, right now, no ifs, ands, or buts about it, not only a playoff team, but I think, once again, they are a top-four team in the Western Conference. I think when you look at 
The Lakers, there were big question marks because of the age of LeBron James and Anthony Davis. And injuries with Anthony Davis is always an issue. And LeBron, at some point, is going to have to slow down. And I think we've already seen that, to be quite honest with you. I think when you look at the team that they share the building with, the L.A. Clippers, I'm not impressed with them. Again, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, they are breaking down and they are unable to go the distance. So I can't take them seriously. I like what I see in Memphis, even though they don't have Morant for the first part of the season, but they have Marcus Smart. I think they're going to be very good. People say, well, gee, Grant, you know, the Phoenix Suns clearly are the best team in the West. And I'm like, "Uh, I don't really see that. How are they the best team in the West? They have an aging Kevin Durant. They have an aging Bradley Beal who has not even come close to playing a full season as of late. Devin Booker is the real freaking deal, but you saw what happened to the Suns last year when he was out of the lineup for a significant period of time. You have DeAndre Ayton, and you don't know if he's ever going to be happy or not. I mean, yeah, if I'm going to look at the roster on paper, maybe I would say that the Phoenix Suns are better than the Sacramento Kings. But the age of that team would concern me if I'm in Phoenix. So that is far from being a slam dunk. I I don't think the Phoenix Suns are going to finish ahead of Sacramento. I think the Kings are going to finish ahead. Then you go to the Golden State Warriors. And again, I talk about the age of this team. The seven-game playoff series that the Kings had with the Warriors, they still have a dynamic point guard in Steph Curry, who is great. But now you bring the old man next to him, Chris Paul. You have Klay Thompson and his injury concerns, Andrew Wiggins, Draymond Green. Again, if I'm going to look at this starting five, assuming that Paul starts... On paper, I'm like, yeah, sure, they're better than the Kings. But look at the age of that starting five. Look at the attrition on Curry and Paul and Thompson and even Draymond Green. I I like their depth. And yes, again, if I'm going to look at them objectively, I'm going to say they're better than Sacramento. But I would be very concerned about the injuries that are going to mount and be there for the Warriors. Now, I can't predict injuries, but, you know, if the past is any indication, that's going to happen. So, again, I think Sacramento's right there with Phoenix and Golden State and Denver. Then you ask me about Minnesota. Again, on paper, I really like their team. But on paper, their team didn't do very good on paper or in the standings last year, right? They had a very good roster last year, and they had issues. Anthony Edwards is an emerging star. Carl Anthony Towns, Rudy Gobert did not work. I mean, I like Mike Conley, but again, he's not a young pup anymore. So I can't put Minnesota ahead of Sacramento. A team that I am going to keep my eye on that I think can be very good this year are the Oklahoma City Thunder. I think the Thunder, led by Shea Gilgos-Alexander, they are going to be a playoff team. I like them. But then you ask me, what about Dallas, Grant? They have Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving. And I'm going to go, well, they had them last year for the final 25 games, and they fell flat on their face and didn't even make the playoffs. Dallas did a lot of wheeling and dealing this year. But when I look at Doncic and Irving, why would I think that they're going to gel this year? 
I've got to see it before I believe it. So when I look at the Sacramento Kings for the 2023-24 season, and I talk about the depth on this team, I love it. Again, you win and lose with your top 10 players. The Kings' top 10 players, especially now that you have JaVale McGee that can come off the bench and add to the depth, is right there, in my opinion, with any roster in the West. The question mark that I have for the Kings is at the backup point guard position with Davion Mitchell. If Mitchell can become even an okay offensive player, then the Kings are going to be in really good shape. They are too deep at every position. I like Vznikov, who comes over from Europe. I think Sasha Vznikov is going to be a role player, will provide the deep shooting. Keegan Murray is going to be that much better this year. I still think Barnes, Murray, and Sabonis are your front line. We saw what Malik Monk did last year, right? We saw how well Kessler Edwards played when he came over. You pick up Chris Duarte in a trade. You have Trey Lyles. I mean, you have a deep team, right? You know, Kevin Herter did not play great in the playoffs. We get that. But he's a proven shooting guard. But you have Malik Monk to figure out, you know, the dry spells that Herter goes through with Duarte. You have Mitchell backing up Fox. I mean, this team, 1 through 10, is very, very good. Now, I can't predict injuries any more than you can. But I'm getting excited for the start of this season. And you should too. Because this does remind me of the early 2000s for the Kings. National TV, recognition, the place is going to be jumping, coming off a big-time playoff series. If you remember... When the Kings were all put together in the late 90s, they lost in a fifth and deciding game on the road to the Jazz. That was really the start of the run for the Kings. They got better and better each year, and we're knocking on the doorstep. Is this Kings team ready to knock on the doorstep? In my opinion, they're pretty darn close as long as their stars stay healthy. Get ready, folks. Fasten your seatbelts. Because the season is right around the corner, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And I am going to be having a lot of programming both here on these uh, platforms and over on YouTube if you don't like that. But the Kings, third in the West last year. And to me, they are clearly a top four team in the West this season. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Stress. We all have it to a degree, big, small, but I think you can agree we all carry around different stressors. Most of you know what I've gone through the last four years, complete career change, moving across the country, filing a lawsuit, being in the news often, dealing with all of that, trust me, has not been easy. And if you keep things bottled up, it can really have a negative impact on your life. Therapy is a safe space. You get things off your chest. You can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills. You can set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And you know what, folks? It's not just for those who've experienced major trauma. Hey, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's online. It's easy, convenient, flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash grant today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P 
com slash grant. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Let's now turn our attention to our Crowd Ultra Q&A. Just go to CrowdUltra.com and maybe I'll answer your question on my next podcast. Luke wants to know, which NFL team are you surprised by two weeks in? Probably Tampa. You know, they won both their games. Baker Mayfield looks like he's got his career back on track. You know, I understand they haven't had the uh, toughest schedule in the world, but You know, they beat Minnesota on the road. Big win right there. And they just won again uh, against a struggling Bears team. So I like what I see so far. I like what I see. I mean, when I'm looking at a Tampa Bay team, I thought maybe they were a six or seven win team. Think about this. Six or seven win team for the Bucs is where I had them. And now I look at the standings. And again, you know, I always look at the schedule. They play in a weak division. But... I did not have them at 2-0. Atlanta also 2-0 after beating Green Bay. So a 20-17 opening win on the road against Minnesota and 27-17 on Sunday against the Bears. And all of a sudden, your Tampa Bay Buccaneers are 2-0. Other teams that I'm surprised at, well, I'm surprised that Cincinnati is 0-2. They started off 0-2 last year. But their 0-2 this year to me is worse. Uh, That's about it. You know, I'm not really surprised at anyone else. I'm going to stick and say the Tampa Bay Bay Buccaneers I'm probably the most surprised at. Kevin asks, would you bet the Patriots have one of the three worst records this season? No, I don't think the Patriots are that bad. I mean, they just took the Dolphins down to the wire, and I thought they got absolutely screwed on a call towards the end of the game. But no, I don't think so. I think the Patriots, I mean especially without Aaron Rodgers now. And we'll see. They play the Jets this week, and they normally play very well against the Jets. So, no, I I wouldn't say that. No. Colin wants to know, is it likely Kevin Porter Jr. gets permanently banned from the NBA? I don't know if I would use the word likely. First of all, he may be in, in prison, all right? So we have to recognize that. I don't have all the facts to what is going on any more than you do. Innocent until proven guilty. Uh, but these are extremely alarming charges, to say the least. And if he is convicted on these charges, then yes, I, I don't think he would play again in the NBA. And nor should he play in the NBA again. Just go to CrowdUltra.com and maybe I'll answer your question on my next podcast. It's time for Grant. This rant is brought to you by Bennett's West Side Grill, their newest restaurant open now at the Blue Oaks Town Center in Rockland. To check out their menu, make reservations and more, just go to Bennett'sRestaurants.com. That's Bennett'sRestaurants.com. We always hear about bringing a player back too soon, and that seems to be the case with the Cincinnati Bengals' Joe Burrow, who has aggravated his calf strain which he injured back on July 27th in training camp, all right? They said today in the press conference, okay, that they did not know if Burrow would be ready for Monday night, 
That's right, a Monday night game. If he cannot play, guess who your quarterback is on Monday night football against the Rams? It is Jake Browning, your former quarterback at Folsom High School and the Washington Huskies. That's right. He would be your starting quarterback on Monday night football. But again, Burrow missed, what, six weeks of training camp? And they started him in week one. He was very ineffective against Cleveland. They lose yesterday. And again, he aggravated that calf strain. Anybody that knows anything about calf strains will tell you that these things can linger and you have to be very safe as opposed to being sorry with these issues. And it looks to me in retrospect that with Burrow tweaking his calf injury, the Bengals made a mistake and brought him back too soon. That could really prevent the Bengals from being that team this year in the AFC. And that's my rant for today. And that's my podcast for today. Hope you have a great day. And thank you so much for listening to If You Don't Like That with Grant Napier. So long, everybody. <laughs>